0: new 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 new
1: all right uh let's kick it off
0: okay got a couple of revisions this is a revision for the esp32 s2 feather all these boards got there's like a bunch of revisions because the battery monitor, speaking of battery monitors the battery monitor chip that i originally used when i uh, designed these feathers the lc709203 very very cool battery monitor it got discontinued and so we had to replace it um so he's all got respun to use the Mac17048. Uh and also we did the silkscreen I was added. I think it's much more legible using Penguin. It's otherwise the same, so we're gonna update the uh tutorial for the MAX 17048, but I love this new battery monitor. It's basically just as good. Uh, maybe I'll update to the BQ uh battery monitor because we just covered that um but uh it's been revised so you can get the new version and you can see on the back it says Max 17048 battery monitor that's how you know which version you have other than the fact that the silkscreen is fancified next up we've also updated the 1.2 inch seven segment LED backpack featuring the HT16 K33 is an I squared C to LED matrix driver um we have these in a variety of configuration sizes this is like a massive chunky. inch uh high digits um you do have to this is just the backpack it's not the led display itself which you know if you see in the next image what the outline of it would be um and uh what's updated is that so it was kind of a you know we talked about how the 300 revisions so one of the things they did is first up uh, it now has stepmqt ports so it's plug and play much easier to use you don't have to solder in that header if you don't want to it can make wiring much easier Second, I've added a little boost converter. So, one of the things about the 1.2 inch LED segments is that the LEDs, there's two LEDs in series in each segment of the digit. And so, you really need five volts for it to look good because it's two volts plus two volts. If you run it at 3.3 volts, it's very dim. You really want five. And so, um, historically, I said, well, you can run it at three volt logic, but you'll also want five volt power. Well, I've updated it now so you can run it at five volt or three volt any mix and match you want because built-in is now a five volt little boost converter that will give you you know 100 milliamps which is all you need to drive the segments at five volts cleanly even if you're powering it from three volts so great for use with stem qt because oftentimes you're plugging into a three volt microcontroller like an rp2040 or a samd21 or you know a raspberry pi or whatever and it has three volt power and three volt logic so um a very big update two two big updates but this one I think this will make it a lot easier to use next up okay next up uh we've got a Pam 8302 breakout uh we've had a breakout board version of this like breadboard friendly version for a long time but I want one that's plug and play that is pre-soldered ready to go you don't have to uh, do any soldering to get it working you have terminal block on one end for the speaker you have the JST for audio input on the other and it's just a kind of nice you know three watt class D amp low cost simple uh, by default it gives you about 14 db of gain but um into a four ohm or eight ohm load but if you look at the next photo there is a little volume control knob it's a potentiometer that you can twist to reduce the input from you know it can be up to three volts peak to peak input you can reduce it down to reduce the gain so it doesn't you don't blow out your um setup so I have a little demo we have a demo I have a demo showing the kind of configuration because there's you know we have a lot of amplifiers and I'll explain why you'd want one or the other so oh man I just oh no! sorry I was hitting I was about to hit autofocus and I hit power instead we're back okay (laughs) how did we how did we survive hold on it takes a second for it time. does
1: but then then it's all right okay fine you can zoom in if you want to I
0: know, well I have, a, I have a lot of stuff on. this
1: overhead can boot, boot up faster if you accidentally turn it off so if you
0: turn window. it off why would anyone do that yeah I don't know okay fine so what's nice here is that um again it's solder free this is a prototype it's green the final version is blue or black um but green I don't know uh, sometimes I'm feeling green uh Inside there's a a JST two millimeter pH input with, and you can use, we have cables that are like a dollar piece. Black is ground, red is power, three or five volts will work, and then white is signal in. And the signal is capacitively coupled here, so it can be DC reference, it doesn't matter, we'll AC couple it on the input. And then the potentiometer is the gain. and uh, then there's the amplifier, there's a couple of capacitors and then output you can uh, is a bridge tied load to in this case, it's a four ohm speaker and up to three watts. so it's it's fairly loud. and I don't want to get us into YouTube trouble, so I'm just gonna quickly um turn it up. stop it okay Break. Break. YouTube police YouTube police
1: everyone's a cop now too. everyone's just
0: it's you know, just okay. like it's. Cop city. They're, they're just
1: like, I'm gonna turn you in because you're doing something
0: yeah I know um but this is great like for example this is circuit python and it has three volt peak to peak output but you know I also tried this with line level output from my computer and it works great you know because you have enough gain, um and then you can use the uh use any um flathead screwdriver to adjust the gain. and you know don't don't play copyright music ever um works with pretty much anything it's just a straight analog audio in to Class D amplifier out. Very simple, but really great when you just have microcontroller controller, audio PWM or pure DAC output, and you want to amplify it to a speaker.
1: Okay. Next up, the start of the show, besides you, Lady Ada, our community, our team, entire staff, data for the community that keeps things going in all sorts of ways. Not the cops. That's <laughs> yeah. There's nice cops too, but I'm just saying, like yeah. everyone needs to stop turning each other in, and uh, let's all get together and uh make it share stuff anyways um of the show tonight the product
0: is da, da, da. it's the prop maker feather so let's I'll, I'll show this demo on the over okay so let's we'll go straight into it so the prop maker feather is the latest in our RP2040 all-in-one feather line um this is because we had a lot of people who were making projects with our prop maker feather wing and the feather M4 and the feather M4 has been really hard to keep in stock because the 751 is still affected by the chip shortage somehow um and people also had to solder together and there was two pieces and it like they wanted better quality audio and so I was like, oh you know, maybe I'll just make it all in one feather. Actually, I you know, that's giving myself to credit. Uh Dan Halbert said, Why don't you make it all in one feather? And I was like, that's a good idea. So um I did so. So what this has, i will go to the next image, is on um, uh the left hand side you've got your USB C and your battery input and your RP twenty forty chip. So it's a dual core one thirty megahertz processor. So you can uh do sensing, play back audio, do circuit Python or micropython or Arduino with it. Um, there's a reset button. There's a bootloader button that you can also use as a user button it's a, after it's booted, you can use it as an input. There's a stem Qt port, eight megabytes of flash, so lots of space for storing audio files or um, sound fonts, whatever you want to call them, or animation instructions. There is an accelerometer kind of in the top right corner. It's a list 3DH three axis accelerometer with tap detection. So really good for motion sensing. On the bottom right, there is an I2S Max 98357 three watt digital amplifier. So this takes takes digital signal I2S from the RP2040. So it gives you really high quality audio output um, up to three watts. So it's good for, you know, uh, powering fairly large speakers uh for props and robotics and animatronics there's also a little servo port we had a little space left over and i was like well what are we going to use it for and i think phil b was the one who was like can you stick a servo connection there i don't know somebody said so and i was like yeah it's a good idea so i did so you can plug and play a servo inside and then there's turtle blocks for the outputs so you, the Neopixels, for a button input and for the speaker output you've got these terminal blocks so you can really quickly wire up a project and there's probably a lot of projects you can do with minimal soldering and you don't have to solder to the feather itself you just use a terminal block so let's go to yeah uh, and the overhead one
1: thing i'll say is uh you know a while ago i think it was a decade ago i'm just like you know it'd be really cool if one day disney did like imagineer in a box to have the next generation of people who are doing like all the cool uh animatronics and more And like Disney's so gigantic now, it's like, it'd probably be impossible to find anyone who could help make that happen. So I'm just going to call it that. It's like, this is one of the things that you can do uh, video, uh, sorry, uh, audio, um, you could do robotics, you could do lots of things uh, in a really compact package and uh, make your own. This gets, this could put you on that path of uh, making like, pretty intense
0: yeah I, I mean i think with the prop featherwing, feather wing we learned a lot like it was a good thing but i think i learned a lot like people really want i2s digital um, output sounds really good and um they want terminal blocks they can plug and unplug stuff in a servo port um so i didn't have the servo plugged in before so it was it was making a little bit of mm. noise so let's uh try this again and this is signal you can run uh, scripting languages on the yeah yeah
1: it's like that's pretty intense. Um, it can do. Yeah, it
0: can also run off of a battery, which is kind of nice. So I'm going to... How these. much flash is on it? This has 8 megabytes of flash. 8, so eight megabytes. Lots of space for audio and more. So it runs off a of battery here. Uh, this is the button input. So one of the terminal pins is just like a GPIO. So in this case, you know, when I press it, the new pixels go. It's also playing audio, but um, you don't have to believe me. Uh, and then this is the servo output. So, you know, it's just slowly moving the servo back and forth. Um, but that's handy if you want to do... Um, projects where there's a little bit of motion involved maybe you want to you know move a little eyeball or move a head back and forth or um, uh, have something spinning you know you could have um, there's continuous rotation servos as well and uh, the NeoPixel output has a five volt level shifter so you get nice clean NeoPixel output and then the power to the NeoPixels and this servo and the audio amplifier can be turned on off instantaneously so there's, there's a transistor that can turn off those external um, power outputs. And the reason you might want to do that is uh, for quiescent power usage. Like the RP2040 is a very low power chip, but still, you know, NeoPixels do draw current even if they're not lit. And so this would let you just completely kill all that power and mute the amplifier for sure. And then, um, you know, this boot button here, when I press it, you know, it turns this LED white. And then, of course, you can add more sensors and capability over the QT port. Just plug in vertically into it. Um, this one has a broken connector because it's mine but uh, imagine it didn't have a crack in it plug in um you know a gyroscope you can plug in oleds you can plug in um, more servo drivers you can plug in um you know an nfc rfid reader whatever you want into the i squared c and of course you have all the header pins as well so you have like 21 gpio on top of that uh for any kind of analog reading or digital control kick it to a tft what have you it's like a regular feather but I think a lot of it's built in. I kind of like that you may not need more circuitry or soldering to get most projects off the ground.
1: Yeah. All right. And that is new products of the week this week.